Welcome to the Life in Deep Ellen podcast, exploring the sacred in art, faith, and community. I promise to keep my words brief because I know it's already been a full and wonderful service. But let's think together for a little bit about courage in Psalm 31. We read that responsively today. Um, I hope you enjoyed hearing the scripture in a new way. Wendy said in, in prayer today, she said, well, what happens when you're not feeling brave? We have this picture of courage that you're always in the power pose, right? Like you're always ready. You're always feeling invincible. But what if most courage happens when you're feeling really afraid? Ernest Hemingway once said that courage is grace under pressure. And I think that's so true when we're feeling the pressure, when we have to make tough decisions, when we're caught between a rock and a hard place. So maybe courage isn't always about feeling invincible or perfectly strong. Maybe it isn't always how we see it in the movies where the hero of the story barely shows his fear, if any, and conquers the mission valiantly. Because remember, the hero of our story is named Jesus. And this Jesus trusted God with every step of his journey in moments under great pressure. Grace under pressure. Under pressure. I had to. This kind of courage happens behind the scenes, out of the public eye, and all, it isn't always recognized. True courage is being vulnerable enough to admit your feelings of fear and panic. The psalmist says, and I hope you caught this, I had said in my alarm, I am driven off far from your sight. Another way to translate this Hebrew word is cut off. So I had said in my alarm that I was cut off from you. And we can relate to the psalmist in that, right? We all sometimes feel cut off or abandoned by God at times. Or sometimes the way that others treat us can lead us to feel that we're separate, that we're cut off from the care and provision of God. I had said in my alarm, does God really hear my prayer? I had said in my alarm, will I ever be truly loved and accepted for who I am? I had said in my alarm, am I alone on this planet? I had said in my alarm, I can't do whatever God is asking me to do. You know when your alarm system goes off in your faith and what that voice of panic and fear sounds like. God can handle that voice. There's the next line of the, of the psalm. And this one's really important. But... You heard my supplications when I cried out to you for help. The courage, friends, is calling out. 
and trusting that God will hear you. Calling out to God when you are afraid. Because God always hears us. Courage is letting God be with you in your fear and guiding you to take the next right step. One foot in front of the other, even when your feet feel frozen. We need God to keep reimagining our idea of courage so that we can practice it more. God can help us to remember that courage will take us to our knees in prayer just as often as it makes us stand in conviction. Our, our courageous vision may include wiping away tears before we make that vision a reality. Our voice may shake when we speak the truth. Our hands may tremble when we extend them in acts of service. Shaky hope, I heard that phrase today. Hope is shaky. But courage is about trusting God with our lives and with the lives of others and being faithful even in the face of adversity. Courage has never been what people thought that it would be. People thought that courage would look like a king. Imagine a king, hat on my head, crown. But courage looked like a cross. A king willing to die on a cross out of love for us. That's courage. It's an upside down kind of courage. And when Jesus is on the cross, he feels abandoned by God. And this, he says, for a moment, for a moment, because he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And this verse has made many theologians very uncomfortable for centuries because it is the most vulnerable expression of anguish coming from our Lord and Savior. But I think it's one of the most important verses that shows true courage because Christ calls out to God and stays in communion with God. And then he says this, Jesus references Psalm 31, verse 5, on the cross. Would you believe it? He says, into your hand I commit my spirit. I've always thought that this was a fancy Jesus way of saying I let myself die. I've just always thought that. I commit my, I commit my hand, into your hand I commit my spirit. I thought that meant, meant I let myself die. But it's a reference to Psalm 31. It's so much more than that. It's this great act of trust when we commit our spirit to God. It means that through the thick and the thin and mostly thick, you commit your spirit to your higher power, the one who created you. You keep coming back and remembering who you belong to. This is faith. This is courage. 
shaky courage, shaky hope, hanging on and letting yourself be held by God. My grandmother uh, said, I like to talk with her about my sermons, and she said, you know, Jenna, uh, God never gives us anything until we really, really, really need it. And what we were talking about is how we have to wait for things, and wouldn't it be nice if courage was more like direct deposit or a Venmo request that you could just request from God, hey, I'm needing more courage, can you send that over for an instant transfer? But God's courage doesn't work like that. We get what we need exactly when we need it. This courage will hold us. So when the voices of the naysayers tell you you aren't worthy or that you're just a worthless sinner, when the voices of hatred come for you, when you're feeling alone, when your own alarm system in your faith is going off in the middle of the night, ding, 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 something's wrong, an intruder will harm me. You can cling to this good news. You are never abandoned by God, ever, not for one second. God is with you. God created you, and God will cultivate courage within you. Courage to do the very thing that God has tasked you with doing. And it will be hard. We will cry, we will scream, but we will never be alone. God is our shelter, our rock our fortress. I got to talk for a bit with one of our former pastors, Rachel Triska, this week. We had a really special conversation. And I told her how much I'm enjoying getting to know you and being your pastor. And I got to thank her. I got to say thank you for the work that she did to be a woman pastor here and paved the way for me. And I got to thank her for her courage that her and Joel had when they led this congregation to be inclusive for LGBTQ people. Without that courage, I don't think I would be here. She was honest and she said, Jenna, it was so hard and I was so afraid. But she told me that she knew it was what God wanted her to do. And it's courage that gives us that kind of clarity. We can do hard things when we know it's what God wants us to do. Even when we are scared, God's will can't be stopped. This courage that they found in Christ made it possible for me to be here for Jess to share her story today, for others to find the warm and welcoming and boundless embrace of Christ our Lord. There is a wideness in God's mercy. And it takes a lot of courage to live that out. 
Courage may be costly, but it's a cost that pays off and grace unmeasured. It's always worth it. You are such a courageous church, Life in Debellum. You continue to show courage when it would be easier to do anything but that. In your individual lives, you show courage in your faith, in the way you support and show gratitude for each other. You teach me about courage. So let's keep doing this courage thing. Why don't we? Yeah. Let's not stop now. I don't know if it will always be easy. I think it won't be easy ever, actually. But we have each other, and we have the Holy Spirit, and we have the grace of Jesus Christ with us, breathing life into us. So let us commit our spirits to the one who created us. Let us continue to grow in courage and faith in Christ. Let us trust God with what God has created, even us, even our very lives, and especially the life of this church. Amen.